Gittibach, today's daf is daf Yud Ches, page 18, in the Heligim Mesech is Gittin. And we pick up from the third line, from the top of the Yomud, we are up to Omar Le Ravina Le Ravashi. The two authors, Ravina and Ravashi, of the Gemara, are talking to each other, alright, third line, learning with each other. So let's remind ourselves, the Mishnah on Daf Yud Zayin, on yesterday's daf, told us that the Chachamim made a gezeire, the Chacham made a decree, that a get isha must have a date on it. And we had a machoikas in the beginning of the Gemara, between Rabbi Echenon and Reish Lakish, what the main reason for the decree of having a get is. Is it, says Rabbi Echenon, to not allow somebody to protect their uh, wife, who had an extramarital affair in his of Misa, maybe they'll say, oh, she was already divorced, and lie about the date. Or is it like Reish Lakish, who says it's to protect the wife's rights over the produce of the field, where the husband cannot go ahead and sell it and say, oh, I sold it while I was still married. That was the back and forth on Amud Bey's. And now we have Amrle Ravina Ravashi, where now Ravina is going to say to Ravashi, and we're going to keep on the theme of dating the get and its ultimate purpose. So here we go. Gitin haboim mimedina sayam. Let's say you have a get that comes mimedina sayam. It comes from overseas. Demichtevei benisan v'loy matu al tishrei. The get is written in the month of Nisan, and the boat takes five months to make its way across the world. To Eretz Yisrael, and it first arrives in the month of Tishrei. So it's written in Nisan, and it comes to her in Tishrei. How are the Chachamim, what is their goal with the Gezerah of having a date, uh, um, the, uh, a date on the get? Okay, there's a chance, again, that when you have such a large gap where it's generally going to be sent from country to country, from overseas. So what, what, is it, uh, what, what does it help to have a date written on the get when anyway it very well may not be true to the date of the get? Time, basically the Gemara is asking, takes time to travel. Um, not to, uh, information takes time to travel. So you're still going to be able to deal with um, you're still going to have to deal with people not being so kosher v'yosher about uh, the the dating of the get and when things actually happened. Time doesn't travel, uh, uh, information doesn't travel as fast as it does nowadays. The date was written on the get. She's first going to be divorced when it reaches her hands, let's say if she's living in Eretz Yisro. Right. So they're going to date the get in Nisan, and then it's fr- when they write the get, and now it's first going to reach her six months later. So is that, I mean... It, yeah. Is it, so she's not divorced till later. You're going to have a five-month gap. Anyway, so, so what does it help? Omar Lay, see, Ravashi says back to him, Hanu Kola Islay. All right, people know about it. People know that it was sent from overseas, and therefore the date is not going to be any date on the get. It's not going to be understood as the actual handing over the get. It'll be just the writing of the get. Okay. In Mar we learned... When do we 
um, when do we count the get to be uh, to to be considered a divorce so that this woman can now marry three months later? We know there's a rule, the Rabbanamid Xera, that any divorced woman must wait three months before remarrying. We want to make sure that she's not pregnant and we have clear cut information as to who the father is. So when do you start counting the get, meaning her divorce? Rav Omar Mishas Nesina. Rav says from the time that she receives the get. Ushmul Omar Mishas Ksiva. Shmuel says we count from the time that the get is actually written. That is the machlekas between the early Amairam, Rav and Shmuel. Baskafler of Nosa Baraishi. Rav has a challenging question. He says, L'shmuel Yaimru, Shtei Noshim B'chotzer Acha, Zu Asura V'zumu Teres. It's going to come out that according to Shmuel, who says from the time of writing, there's now going to be um, there's going to be a situation where two women are in one chotzer, which means you have one guy who's divorcing two wives, and one is going to be mutter, and one is going to be usher, because it goes by the time of the writing of the get, and now there might be confusion over which get is handed over, and they're going to come overseas, and it, it, perhaps you're going to end up allowing one woman to marry too, uh, to marry too early, Everybody's going to know that they received it at the same time, but it's going to turn out one could already remarry and one cannot. It's going to be confusing. Says the Gemara, no, there's no problem here. Amar Lei, Abaye, Abaye says to Rav Noisim Baraishia, Zu Zman Gito Mechiach Alev, Zu Zman Gito Mechiach Alev. It's not going to lead to confusion. Everybody's going to know that um, each woman is waiting for a different Zman of three months because it goes by... Uh, it goes by the actual uh, writing of the get. At least it's possible, according to Shmuel. Bottom line is, we still have our machaikas between Rav and Shmuel. Again, when does the three-month waiting period for remarriage uh, come into effect? Is it from the time of the writing of the get, Azayashita Shmuel? Or is it from the uh, handing over of the get? That is the opinion of Rav. Okay, so now we're going to get uh, knee-deep into the machlekes between Rav and Shmuel about the three-month wait that uh, that must take place. We have a brisa that seems to prove that Rav's opinion is correct, that we go by the Nesina, the actual receiving of the Ged. We also have a brisa which seems to be like Shmuel, who says that it goes by the Zman, the date that the Ged is written. Here we go. There's a price of backing up. Rav, and the the messenger gets stuck in a snowstorm, and it takes three months. Once the guy comes to the wife, she still needs to wait. She still needs to wait uh, three months. Will get And we're not concerned about being an older get. Meaning the halacha is. That a husband can't write a get for his wife three years ago with the intent to divorce her, then change his mind. Three years later, he gets upset at her, so he wants to use the same get. It's called the get yashan, it's not going to be valid. So the Gemara, we're not concerned that the three-month wait makes it a get yashan. Because the bottom line is, during those three months, the, the shliach was waiting... However, the husband and wife were not together. And since the husband and wife were not together, there's no weed, the, thank you. There's no need to wait in any, uh, any additional time. Okay, 
So what do you see from here? It goes by the, um, even though we're not concerned about an old get, Lemaisa, we go by when it's actually handed over. Azoyah Shitas Rav, he has a brisa backing him up. This seems to be a question on Shmuel, because Shmuel, even though he's an early Amaira, we don't like when you have an early, even though he's an early Amaira, we don't like that he's arguing on a Tana, says Gemara, but that's okay, because he's got his own Tana backing him up, Tana Kavasi de Shmuel. We have a brisa supporting Shmuel, who says that the three-month wait goes by the writing of the get, and therefore, let's say you have a, a three-month snowstorm, you're not going to have to wait three months. The woman, as soon as she receives the get, can remarry, because you go by the writing. Let's get into this. A person has to get this wife. He says to the shliach, he says to the messenger, I'm giving you the get now, but please take your time. Do not make sure that this get is not handed to my wife for at least three months. Right? He, he gives it over. He points to Mishliach. He says, give it over in three months. Once he gives it to her, she can marry right away. It's not considered a get yashan. Because they never got back together. So you see over here, that as soon as she gets it, she's allowed to remarry. Why? I, she hasn't been divorced for three months. That's okay. We know there was no yichud. The get was written three months prior. Altus beseder. So that seems to, this seems to back up Shmuel's opinion. Oh, so now we have a very uh, uh, beautiful Machlekes, Rav and Shmuel, and we proved that each one has uh, backup from Tanayim. Rav Kahan of Rav Papi of Rav Ashi of the Mishas Ksiba, Rav Papa Rav Hunabred Rav Yeshua of the Mishas Nasina. So we had Machlekes amongst the Amiraim Paiskim over whether a Paskin like Rav Shmuel Vehochasa. Bottom line is, says the Gemara, Mishas Ksiba, the halacha is that we follow, this is the, the Rambam gets into this in Hoch's Gerishin, that we follow the time of, of uh, the writing of the get, and therefore, therefore, get ready for this, this is interesting, if you have a couple that's divorced in January, the husband writes the get and dates it in January, and then it takes three months for the get to reach the wife, as soon as the wife receives the get, since they were not together, they did not have yichud, and the get was written three months prior, she is permitted to remarry right away. Yet Mar we learn, when do we say that a ksuba is mishamet, loses its ability during the Shemitah year? What does that mean? A ksuba loses its ability during the Shemitah year? Okay? So here we go. This is interesting. Let's pause and talk outside. There's a halacha that during every Shemitah year, all loans are nullified. Somebody borrows $100, it hits Shemitah, Machaikas, beginning of the year, end of the year, it hits a Shemitah year, the loan is gone. So what do we do nowadays? We write a prosbol. Write a prosbol to make sure the loan doesn't fall off. But here's the problem. Any document of money owed gets closed out. It's not counted. Uh, it's not counted during a Shemitah year. Okay? Now, the question is, when a husband has a ksuva with his wife, is that considered a shtar chayv? Like a note of 
obligation or not? What if they get divorced and he owes her actively the ksuba and he hasn't paid it yet? Is that considered to now be like he's indebted to her and he'll lose it? And and uh, if she doesn't uh, claim it by the Shemitah year, she can't claim it ever or not? This is very interesting. So let's get into this. Rav Omar Rav says, as soon as she receives any sort of payment and goes to court, let's say he owes her $50,000 in the Ksuba. He says, sweetie pie, $50,000. I have $20,000. So he pays her $20,000. And says, Rav, what's she going to do then? So in the best, when she receives $20,000, they'll agree to a new star that he still owes 30, 30K. So Rav says it's when that happens. It's that once he makes a partial payment, the rest is considered a regular loan that could fall off by Shemitah. Shmuel HaMashmuel says, Pagma Afapi Shaloi Zakfa. He says, even if she didn't go to Bezdin to work out the rest of the payment, even if once she gets paid uh, in, in, in a part, also, Shmita cannot off Zakfa Afapi Shaloi Pagma, or if she came to Bezdin with a new IOU type of uh, document, uh, a document of indebtedness, even if she didn't take any sort of payment. Tanikavasi Darav. Tanik of Asid Shmuel, again, similar here to what we said before. Rav and Shmuel each have backup. Tanik of Asid the Rav, what's the price of supporting Rav? Again, who says that Shemitah, it only becomes a loan when she accepts, uh, she gets paid in part and then uh, wants the rest to be in Bezdin. Because she does both. She takes some payment and then goes to Bezdin and establishes the rest that he as uh, as indebt as indebtedness. Pagma Vlaizakva or Zakvala Pagma in a Mashamata Sashivka will not lose out, what will not cause it to fall off unless she established both of this in a Bezdin. However, Tanikwasi Dishmuel, Ainasuknas U Pitoi. When it comes to the obligations of Ainas, we know that if if uh, you have an unfortunate circumstance where there, uh, uh, you have a fellow who violates, um, who uh, violates a, a young woman who's a besula. So there's he's mechuyev in in chamishim kesef. He's obligated to pay her fifty silver skullim. Or in the case of kenas, which is when when uh, a husband gets married. And on the first night, he doesn't see signs of besulim, doesn't see signs of virginity. So he claim, comes to Bezin claiming that she must have had relations in between the Erison and the Suin as a married woman. And it turns out that it, was, uh, it wasn't true. So he also has to pay, uh, has to pay a fine. And also Pitoy seduces uh, a young woman, also Ksuvasisha. And Ksuvasisha says, Kofam Bemove. If they were already established as a halva, as a loan, Mishamtim Bezdin uh, Shemitah will knock it off him. Love, and if it hasn't been established like that, Ain Mishamtim Shemitah does not knock it off. When does that happen? Mishasim Adabedin from the time that 
um, the case comes before a Bezdin. Once it comes before a Bezdin, now it's dealt as a financial matter. And if Shemitah comes, it will, uh, it will uh, uh, be Meshamit. Okay. So you see from over here, like Shita Shmuel, that all you need to do is have a Madabadin. All you need to do is be in Bezdin. As soon as it's in Bezdin, it's capable of being knocked off by Shemitah. You don't need both, like Rav said. Okay, this seems to be like, uh, like Shita Shmuel. Beseder. So again, Machlek is Rav and Shmuel. Bryce are backing up Rav. Bryce are backing up Shmuel. Omar Shmuel. Shmuel says, Ksuba, Kemaisa Bezdin Dami. You should know, any ksuba, marriage, agreement, husband, writes to a wife. I am obligated this to you, shirt off my back, set amount of money, whatever it is, if I die first, or if we get divorced. Ksuba is It's considered like a maisa bezdin. Maisa bezdin, it's a, it's a financial document in court. Just like it's, it has to be written and signed um, by, it, just like it has to be written by day, and it could be signed at night. Ksuba also is allowed to be written by day and signed at night. There's no uh, no problem. In other words, what do you mean written? It seems even with a date. So you see from over here, it says Shmuel, you can have a date on a Ksuba even though it's ultimately going to be signed on the next Hebrew date. What do you see from here? A predated ksuba is valid. Okay. Ksuvte barav, the ksuva of Rechia barav, they did this. It was written by day and signed at night. Havarav, awesome. Rav was there. And he let it go. Says maybe it was like Shmuel, who holds its kosher. Says Gemara, no. That what happened was that the um, writing took place by day. However, the conversation and the negotiation around the writing continued until nighttime. And when they were con- consi- uh, constantly involved in the, the uh, agreement of the Ksuba, Rav didn't feel that it was considered a predated Ksuba. Titania, how do you find this concept? The only time it's a problem if you write it by day and then sign it at night is if you're not involved consistently or constantly in the financial matters. If they were involved in it, kosher, it's going, uh, it's going to be kosher. And therefore you have no proof that Rav agrees with Shmuel. Maybe Rav only holds it's okay when you continue to be involved in it. Then you could, then it's kosher even done at night. While Shmuel seems to hold that no matter what, I could I could write a ksuba completely in the morning and still sign it at night. So Shmuel very clearly holds that a predated ksuba is valid. Okay, beautiful. All right, two dots. Reb Shimon Machshir. Again, our Mishnah Daf Zion gave us a case where you predate a get. Reb Shimon said, no problemo. No, it's totally fine. I'm a rav of my time with Reb Shimon. Why? He says, because the Misa, um, uh, I'm sorry, once he decided to divorce her, he no longer, the halacha is, he no longer has rights to fruit anyway. And therefore, anytime you have a date on a get, the husband lost his right.
Ah, he wasn't giving it. He said, Shua Shmuel, I don't care. Once you decide to divorce your wife, and this is very interesting, this could be months. Again, oh, let, let's, let's picture the circumstance. According to what we're saying right now, and we're going we're gonna to tighten this up a bit in a moment, but according to what we're saying right now, a woman comes into a marriage with Nechsei Malug. She owns real estate, she owns fields, she owns property. During the time of marriage, the husband has rights to profit off the produce. This is only true, not until he gives a get, says Rabbi Shimon. It's only true until he decides he doesn't want to be married to her anymore. So he decides, I'm out. He walks out of the house. Even if the get only takes place four months later, for the last four months, he cannot gain off the, he cannot gain. Even though you're married, he cannot gain off the produce. Azai is, that is Shittas Rabbi Shimon. Amr Yishlakash, Yishlakash says, Yishno lehichshir Rabbi Shimon, Ella la'alter. He says that when could you have a predated uh, uh, get? It has to be from day to day. That's the altar. But let's say you you um, you uh, sign it now and you want it uh, until ten days later. Reb Shimon will not be lenient over here. Top of Amr Beis. Why? We're going to be concerned that during any period of time, more than one day, that maybe they fixed up the Shalom Bayez problem. Yeah? Now they fixed up the Shalom Bayez problem, what's the concern? Rashi says, very top line, Vahavi Get Yashon. It's going to be considered a Get Yashon. Again, what's a Get Yashon? What's considered an old Get? When a husband and wife, or a husband decides to get divorced, he has a Get written up, and then he changes his mind, and they continue to live as husband and wife, even if it's the very next day that he decides to get divorced again, you cannot use... Uh, you cannot use the same get. That's halacha lemaisa. A get yoshon. I actually had a, a scenario like this. Very, very interesting. Okay, so there was uh, Reb Shimon is going to say that anytime you have you have a um, uh, uh, a number of days in between, then it's not going to be uh, a predated get. It's not going to be valid because of this concern. Says, no, it could be much later on. He says, no, I'll tell you why. You wrote a get, you hired a, you hired a cipher, you went all out. Then you change your mind. He says, people know about it. People know, people know you got back together. And since here, people don't know, nobody's talking about it. You could assume that even though there was a month in between the writing and the giving over of the get, you can, uh, the husband has no rights to the fruits. Itmar, we learned. We had, yeah, we had this earlier. Ready? Somebody says to a group of people, I want you to write a get to my wife. Now there's a rule. It's a rule in life. I'm sure we've all learned it. If you want something done, do not tell multiple people to do it because nobody is going to do it. When you take CPR or lifeguarding, when it comes to safety, you need things done and you're taking control over the situation. You do not say, you do not start CPR and say, somebody call 911. You start CPR, you look at one person, and you say, you, get me an AED. You, call 911. 
If you just say, somebody call 911, everyone will just panic and nobody will call 911. So you have to be specific. This is in business. This is with employees. This is with our families. Focus in. This guy says too, he walks into shul, there's a minion of men, and he says, please, kisvu get le ishti, please write a get to my wife. To nobody specific. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, Shnayim Mishum Edim, Vekulam Mishum Tanai. Two of them, he wants to be the Edim on the get, and the other ones are there for a Tanai. What's the Tanai? So Rashi explains that the husband is, why telling 10 men to do this? It must be that he wants this to be done publicly. I want to divorce my wife publicly. Okay? It's got to be a public thing. That's why he did it. So two are meant to be Adam. Everybody else, not needed, just to embarrass his wife and make this a public uh, event. That is Rabbi Yechanan. His beloved brother-in-law and Chavrusa, Rishlakish says, Amar Rishlakish Amar, Kula Misham Adam. What he wants is that all of them, all ten of them should be Adam. What are you talking about? What's going on here? If he didn't say all of you should write the get, somebody says the ten people write the get to my wife. What do we say? One should be the scribe, and two of them should sign on as witnesses. Okay, so you see from over here, you certainly nobody holds this. I mean, again, right? No, the 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 clear cut opinion is that. You may have said to the ten people, but what you mean is I just need kosher witnesses. So one guy will be the cipher, two will sign, seven, you're unneeded. Ella rather, Damar Luhu Kulchem. It must be, he says, I want all of you to write it. Oh, one second. If you need all of them to write it, so now you need all ten involved. So now we have a machlaikas, what he wants from them. Comes along, he says, like, what he already wants from them? To embarrass her. Comes along Rish Laki, he says, you know what he wants from them? To be Adam. My Benayu, what's the practical difference? You could be Nayu. The Chosom Beitrei Me Nayu, when two out of the ten of them uh, are Chosom, they sign Bi during the day. The Enoch and the other ones, Mikan Varasar Yomim, they sign over the next uh, period of time. Okay? The one who says that it's just a tenai, that he wants it to be a public thing and she's embarrassed. So kosher, beseder, you got it done. Now a lot of people know she got to get 10 days later. You got your 10 men. Beautiful. You achieved your purpose. However, according to Rish who says that the purpose is Edim, it's going to be possible. Why? Because you can't have a group of witnesses sign over the course of 10 days. They all need to come together. They need to be there on the, they have to all at least sign on the same day. Since they didn't sign on the same day, it's going to be a puzzle get. Inami, another practical is, what if one of the 10, or we'll call it, yeah, what if one of the 10 is related to the husband or wife? What if two out of the 10 are related to each other? So they're posseladim. The mandam Mishum Tanai, if we just say that it's a Tanai, it's not actually that he wants them to be witnesses, but it's just something condition connected to the get, it's a kosher, it's still going to be fine. Who cares if they're related? 
they're not expected to be witnesses anyway. You'll use other witnesses that are kosher edim and not related to anybody. There's no issue. However, according to Reish Lakish, who says that he wants all them to sign, puzzle, the whole get is puzzle. Because if you have people who are kribim here, or people who are psulim to testify, the whole thing is out the window. Says the Gemara, If you have one of the first signers, a chosim betchila, one of the first signers is a karev apostle. Okay, is somebody who's puzzled to be an aide. Uh, I'm sorry. Amri lay kosher. Some are going to say it's kosher get. Some say it's puzzle. Amri lay kosher tonight. Again, because they're only there as part of the tonight. Because people might come to confuse it with other shtaris. And if we allow these kravim or psulim to sign first, people will say, oh, the Misa, I don't know about the tonight. It seems to be he's uh, witnesses and, and they're going to and they're going to uh, allow apostle witnesses to be signing on uh, on other documents as well. There was a story, somebody said to 10 men, Kosvu get the ishti, please write a get to my wife. Two of them signed on the get during the day. The rest signed over the next 10 days. And now they want to know what the halacha is. They... Uh, came to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, and they want to know whether it was a valid get. The husband gave it to his wife. And then they found out that it was uh, 10 days of signing. So now what's the psak? Like Rabbi Yechanan or Reish Lakish? Omar So Rabbi Yeshua says, top of tomorrow's daf, Kedai hu Rabbi Shimon lismaichalav. Sounds familiar? Mamish beferu shenigin. Kedai hu Rabbi Shimon lismaichalav. That uh, we rely on Shitas Reb Shimon, his leniency of uh, writing a get during the day and signing it even though it has a different date. Okay. Says the Gemara, I understand. says, the Hiksha Reb Shimon al Alter. Reb Shimon holds a predated get is right away. Over here we're dealing with 10 days. I'm going to become an Asari Yom Lai. So what do you mean rely on Reb Shimon's leniency? Who says Reb Shimon's even lenient over a 10 day period? Says the Gemara, Bahig Rabbi Yechanan Sfirale. Rabbi Shuvan Levi holds like Rabbi Yechanan, who held that Rabbi Shimon holds a predated get is always kosher. Yeah. Two, only two are Edim, and the rest are the Tanai. So everybody would agree it's a kosher get. It has nothing to do with Rabbi Shimon. Either way, nothing to do with being predated. Two Edim signs on it, you're good. It's not even, you don't need everybody else. You know, why are you saying, Kedaihu Reb Shimon Lismechalov? Not even relying on the predated get. We're just relying on Reb Yechelen's opinion that only two are Edom and everybody else isn't. And so the Gemara, Bahi, Kareish Lakis In one way, Reb Yeshua held like Reb Yechelen, and in this way, he's holding like Reish Lakish, who held that if somebody walks over to a group of 10 people and says, please write a get for my wife, he wants them all to be Adim. Since he wants them all to be Adim, and not all of them signed on the same day, we're relying on Rabbi Yechanan's explanation of Rabbi Shimon, who says that it's still going to be kosher over the course of a 10-day period. Beautiful. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah.
six lines down on the Yudas Amr Aleph. We will hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, Chavra. Bez Hashem. We'll pick up tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m., hopefully from Yerushalayim. Agit Nacht.